0: St. Paul instructs St. Timothy, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Upper Room Media presents this Teen Matters talk, praying that it will firmly establish these virtues in the future of our church. the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Um, this morning in the Gospel, um, the Lord uses two parables, and they are all pointing towards uh, one really important concept, which I'd like to focus with you this morning on, which is wisdom. It's important as Christians that we behave in a wise way. And it's important for us to understand what is wisdom. Is it the same as knowledge? How can I be wise? Is there a difference between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God? It's so important for us to think about. In the parables today, we see one of the attributes of wisdom or features of wisdom, which is thinking about the future. So the Lord sets two examples. He says, imagine there was a rich person. And this rich person wanted to build a tower. And so they got excited about the idea of building a tower. So they said, let's start. And they found some land. And they got the building materials. And they start building the tower. And then halfway through, they realize, we don't have enough money money to finish this tower. And it becomes a source of shame and embarrassment and failure. This person was not a wise person because they weren't thinking ahead. Then he sets another example of a king. And says, imagine there's a king. And this king is going to war with a neighboring country. But then this king realizes that his army is so small. There's only a thousand people in his army. And the other army's got 20,000 people. What should that king do? That king should think ahead. That king should be wise. He should look ahead, realize that he doesn't have the resources to win, and then try to negotiate and try to make peace. So one of the first... Features of a wise person is someone who thinks ahead, who looks ahead. And with that information, acts now. But there's a really important contradiction for us to think about. Do you remember the parable of the farmer who had a really big crop and then he thought to himself... My barn is not big enough to store all of this crop. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tear down my barns. I'm going to think ahead. I'm going to plan ahead. I'm going to build a bigger barn, which is going to be big enough for my bumper crop. I'm so wise. I'm thinking ahead. And the Lord says to him, not wise, full. The opposite of wise, full. For tonight, your soul will be required of you. Another one of the parables is the five foolish virgins and the five what? Wise. They could see ahead that the Lord was coming in the middle of the night and they had to be ready with the oil of their good works. There's even another funny one, which is the unjust steward. So you know this this parable. There was an unjust steward. So, kind of like a, a dodgy employee, if you like. And his boss wasn't happy with him. And he started to kind of get the sense that he was about to lose his job. And so he thinks ahead and he says, I don't know what to do. I can't dig. You know, I'm not somebody that can do physical labor to make a living. He said, I'm ashamed to beg. It's very hard to go from working for somebody and having a reasonable standing in society to going and begging by the side of the road, I know what I'm going to do. So his boss had a few people that owed him money. So this unjust steward goes around and says, how much do you owe my boss? A hundred? Here. Let's call it 80 and make it even. How much do you owe my boss? 50? Let's make it 30. His intention was to make friends. So that they would remember. Later on, once his boss gives him the sack, he goes to these guys and says, Remember, remember how I helped you out? I need you to help me out now. Thinking ahead. And what does the Lord say about that unjust steward? He says, that was wise. Wise that you could think ahead and could see. Of course, that's not to say that being sneaky and dishonest and defrauding people is pleasing to God. But what was wise was that he could see ahead. And he says, if we can see ahead with trivial things like finances, or relatively trivial things, I'm sorry to say, like school. Don't tell your parents I said that. Yeah. Then how can we not have that same attitude you know, towards our eternity? So a wise person is someone who can see the future. Not just my future success academically, not just a future barn that is very big, but my future in heaven. Another feature of a wise person is that they can see deeply. They can see beyond the surface. They can see maybe more than what other people can see. And a good example of that, of course, was King Solomon the very wise king. So you know the story of the two women who came to him. These two women had to, had a baby each, and one of those babies died. So these two women came to King Solomon and said, "This is my baby." And the other woman said, oh, "That's my baby." And they were fighting over the baby. And so no one could solve the problem. But King Solomon, in his wisdom, could see deeply and then suggested a solution and said, I'll tell you what, you're fighting over the baby, let's cut the baby in half and you have half each. One woman said, yep, good plan. The other woman said, no, no, please don't do that, just give it to the other woman. And King Solomon immediately knew that that was the true mother of the baby. Everybody could see two women fighting over a baby, no way to solve it. Like King Solomon in his wisdom could see beyond that, could see deeply. How about me? In high school, no one is coming up to me and, I, and saying, hey, is this my baby or their baby? That I haven't faced that scenario yet in my life. So how can I, you know, how can I live deeply, like see deeply and, and live a life of wisdom? Well, I've trained myself to see beyond to see beyond the surface for example on the surface my parents telling me to do something that I don't want to do on the surface it's annoying but if I see deeply I know that they love me and that they're teaching me if I see one of my friends and they're just not themselves, and they're just not accepting me like they used to accept me, and they're just not as friendly as they used to be, and sometimes I even feel that they're being mean to me or excluding me. You might see that on the surface, but a wise person will train themselves to see deeply and think, maybe there's a misunderstanding, maybe there's a miscommunication, maybe I'm interpreting things in a certain way, It's not as bad as it seems, but now I've got that mindset of interpreting everything that they do in a negative way. Maybe that person is struggling with sickness or unrest in their home or some other problem which they don't really talk to anybody about. And the way that that appears is by not saying hi to me in the morning. It's not because they hate me, but it's because there's a thousand other things going through their minds. So a wise person will train themselves to look beyond the surface and to see deeply in their interactions with others. Think about yourself. How many times have you had something on your mind and everybody can see? And they say, are you okay? And you say, yes, I'm fine. How many times has that happened when you were not fine that day? It happens to all of us. I don't really want to talk about it right now. I don't really want to talk about it in this setting. I don't really want to talk about it with this person. So we say we're fine. So if that's happened to each one of us, then surely that's happening with the people around us as well. So a wise person is like King Solomon, and he sees or she sees deeply. And then we need to ask ourselves, okay, so like... How can, I, how can I be wise? How can be, I be a person that not just has knowledge but applies that knowledge? How can I apply that? How can I do that? And in Scripture, we see time and time again that wisdom is Christ. In the book of Proverbs, all the time you see that wisdom is personified. Sorry to use English terminology on Sunday morning. Okay? But wisdom is personified. Wisdom is Christ. If you think about the book of Colossians. St. Paul says that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ. And here's the key phrase, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom is Christ. I can't have Heavenly wisdom outside of Christ, outside of the Eucharist, outside of His Word. Wisdom is Christ. How can we make that practical? Two simple things. A wise person sees Christ in everyone and does everything for the sake of Christ. A wise person sees Christ in everyone and does everything for the sake of Christ. If you do that, you'll be wise. Mother Teresa, who famously was looking after the poorest of the poor in Calcutta, and, you know, she was remarkable because she was a Catholic nun in an overwhelmingly non-Christian country. And so people started to get a little bit suspicious of her and started to complain and say, look, why are we giving this Catholic nun access to our people? And so they sort of dobbed her into the authorities, hoping that they would shut it all down. The authorities came to investigate, and their conclusion was so simple. Find me, a local person who's doing what this woman is doing, and let them come and do it. You will not find them. And so they would often ask her, how is it that you're able to do this? How is it that you're able to look after the poorest of the poor? How, how is it that you're able to deal with things which are uncomfortable, which are unpleasant, which are sometimes disgusting, wounds, and so on? And so this was her answer. Whenever I meet someone in need, it's really Jesus in his most distressing disguise. Whenever I meet someone in need, It is really Jesus in his most distressing disguise. So a wise person is someone who sees Christ in everyone. And in the church, that's easy. You see Christ in your Sunday school teacher. Of course, they love you and they care about you and they visit you. It's easy to see Christ in them. You know, you see Christ in each other. Of course, we're singing together. We're praying together. What about that annoying guy? What about that annoying girl? What about them? How can I see Christ in them? Well, He's there. They were made in His image and His likeness. But He's just in disguise. That's all. Right? When it's my daughter's birthday, one of them, and we get these, like, dress-up people to come. And they say to me, Dad, real... Elsa is at my birthday. Real Elsa. Real. Yeah. And she doesn't know that that's just Lauren in disguise. And we laugh. But guess what? Real Jesus, real, is sitting right next to you. But he's just in disguise. Real Jesus is in the person that annoys you the most in this world. But he's just in disguise. Real Jesus. So wise is the person who sees Christ in everyone. And wise is the person that does everything for the sake of Christ. Your job in this world is not just to wake up, go to school, listen in class and do your homework. And later on when you move to the next stage of life, your job is not just to wake up, go and do whatever job you decide to do, make a living and come home. Because that's very depressing. It's very depressing. But We have a higher calling that all we do, we do as to the Lord. I have a higher calling. I glorify God in what I'm doing. I do it in a godly way. My study or my work gives me an outlet to for my Christianity to shine through. To love people, to care for people, to have mercy on people. To pray for people. To help people, you know, the night before the exams when, I, when my time is lacking too. To forgive somebody who was mean to me. To invite someone to my birthday party who didn't invite me to theirs. It's not just going through the motions of daily life in school or work or whatever. But all of these things are just opportunities for us to grow in our faith and to practice our Christianity. So wise is the person who sees Christ in everyone and does everything for the sake of Christ. So I'll just summarize for you. phone's not working so I'll try to remember. So we must be wise. Be wise by number one, thinking ahead like the king who realized his army was too small. Wise like the man who should have calculated things properly before building the tower. You be wise. Think about your future. Not just your future here on the earth but more importantly think about your future in heaven. Wise is the person who like King Solomon Sees deeper than just the surface. The people who are excluding you, who are annoying you, the people who are teaching you and giving you things which sometimes you don't want to hear. There is something deeper there. They love you. They care for you. Maybe they're going through some difficulty. Be wise and see beyond the surface. And finally, wise is the person who, like Mother Teresa, sees Christ in everyone and does everything for his sake. And glory be to God forever. Amen.